Welcome to Relationship Workout for Many, podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 10, Episode 4, Passive and Passive-Aggressive Anger Plays. In this episode, we continue our discussion of weak anger plays, initially talking about passive anger. So what is passive anger? Passive anger is exactly like aggressive anger, except the tactics are different. In other words, a person who uses passive anger is also trying to get his or her own way, but the method used can be much more subtle, such as crying or using silence versus yelling and raging. In other words, passive anger is often less obvious than aggressive anger and can be expressed through indirect or non-confrontational behaviors. Here are 15 ways a person might display passive anger. One, silent treatment, refusing to speak or engage in conversation as a form of punishment or control. Two, sarcasm, using sarcastic comments or humor to express displeasure without direct confrontation. Three, procrastination, intentionally delaying tasks or responsibilities especially those important to the other as a form of silent protest or resistance. Four, subtle insults, making indirect or veiled insults, often disguised as jokes or offhand comments. Five, avoidance, deliberately avoiding someone or evading direct communication instead of addressing issues openly. Six, withholding praise or affection, intentionally not giving praise, affection, or attention as a means of expressing anger or displeasure. Seven, sabotage. Discreetly obstructing or hindering projects, plans, or activities, often without overt opposition. Eight, moody behavior, exhibiting a persistently sullen, sulky, or morose demeanor as a form of expressing discontent. Nine, indirect communication, expressing anger or dissatisfaction through others, such as complaining to someone about a third party instead of addressing that person directly. 10. Passive-aggressive remarks, making comments that on the surface might seem neutral or benign, but are actually intended to to annoy or subtly insult. 11. Neglecting responsibilities, failing to fulfill responsibilities or obligations, either intentionally or through quote-unquote forgetfulness as a form of indirect resistance. 12. Playing the victim, consistently portraying oneself as a victim to gain sympathy or to avoid taking responsibility. 13. Withdrawal. Physically or emotionally withdrawing from relationships or situations as a means to express anger or unhappiness. 14. Overcompliance. Outwardly agreeing or complying with requests while internally resenting them, often leading to passive resistance. And 15, gossiping or talking behind someone's back, spreading rumors or speaking negatively about someone as a means of expressing hostility without direct confrontation. As is the case with all weak anger plays, passive anger can become a never-ending cycle of keeping the person's comfort zone intact through the use of control. This cycle might look something like these six stages. Stage one, this person has to have his or her own way. Stage two, Yet there will always be imperfections in any relationship as there will always be differences of needs between any two people. Stage three, this person struggles emotionally with these differences. Stage four, in response, this person tries to remove these differences by using passive techniques to get the other person to agree or at least suffer 
for not agreeing. Stage 5. Consequently, this relationship experiences quieter fighting. Fighting nonetheless, since hardly anyone can or is willing to change to meet the other person's needs completely. In stage 6, the cycle continues because any relationship will continue to spawn new differences over time as new circumstances present themselves. And we're back at the beginning of the feedback loop cycle at stage 1 where the person must have his or own way continuing the cycle. In terms of profile, basically the profile of a person who uses passive anger is the same as someone who uses aggressive anger. Again, what is different are the different ways the person displays the anger. In other words, a few to many of these may apply to a person passively responding to his or her anger. One is controlled by ego and believes he or she is always right. Two often gives advice even when the advice is not asked for. Three is insensitive to others' needs and viewpoints, especially when conflicting with their own. Four is quick to say no before considering what the other person just said. Five is often stubborn with a need to stay in control. And six often thinks that a difference in opinion or need is best resolved through indirect and passive negotiation with the goal to win versus finding a solution to the difference that works for both people. As is the case with aggressive anger, the use of passive anger behavior may or may not be intentional. Often though, because the tactics used are indirect, you won't really realize that you're resorting to this weak, indirect form of anger. Having said that, it's certainly possible for someone to intentionally use passive anger. Ever seen tears shed because she knew you'd concede to what she wants just to get her to stop crying? Taking a deeper look at passive anger, two basic reasons emerge for why you or your partner might resort to passive anger. You feel that being directly angry is somehow wrong and or you want to maintain control. One, aggressive anger is somehow wrong. In this case, you are determined to not be aggressive with your anger. You may feel that the use of aggressive anger tactics is somehow wrong and are therefore you're determined not to succumb to this ugly form of anger. And two, maintain control. In this case, you may want to maintain control while minimizing risk and feeling safer. You might feel that openly discussing differences is too risky because it exposes your true thoughts and feelings while giving the other person the opportunity to retaliate with an opposing viewpoint. The need to maintain control can feel even stronger if the opposing viewpoint is delivered with aggressive anger. Therefore, instead of direct discussion, more subtle tactics are deployed to win an argument without giving your partner an equal chance to infuse his or her thoughts and feelings into the possible outcome. It's important to recognize that passive anger, while less outwardly disruptive than aggressive anger, can still have negative impacts on relationships and personal well-being. Addressing the underlying issues and learning more direct constructive ways to express feelings can be beneficial. It may also be helpful to point out the differences between passive anger and passive-aggressive anger, which are related but distinct forms of expressing anger. Passive anger involves direct expressions of anger without direct confrontation. Individuals with passive anger might not openly acknowledge their anger or might express it in subtle, non-confrontational ways. This can include behaviors like silent treatment, procrastination, or avoiding discussions about the anger-inducing issue. The key aspect of passive anger is the avoidance of direct expression. On the other hand, passive-aggressive anger 
is a specific type of passive anger characterized by indirect resistance and expressions of hostility. It involves acting out in indirect ways to express displeasure or anger, often in a manner that is subtly obstructive or uncooperative. Examples include sarcastic comments, backhanded compliments, or deliberately doing tasks poorly. The passive-aggressive behavior is often a form of expressing anger or resentment while avoiding direct confrontation. In summary, while both passive and passive-aggressive anger involve indirect ways of dealing with anger, passive-aggressive behavior is more about expressing that anger in a subtly hostile or obstructive way. Passive anger, on the other hand, is more about avoiding the expression of anger altogether or expressing it in very subdued ways. Now bringing in aggressive anger into the comparison, all three anger plays are considered relationship weak because they essentially blow up relatively trivial stuff or make dealing with the important issues more difficult. In other words, aggressive anger, passive anger, and passive aggressive anger are different methods of expressing anger, each with distinct characteristics. One, aggressive anger can be characterized as follows. Direct and confrontational. Aggressive anger is expressed openly and directly. It's confrontational and can be easily recognized. The behaviors, well, they include yelling, physical aggression, threatening language, and destructive actions. Intent, the aim is often to dominate or control others or express frustration and hostility in an outward manner. Impact, Aggressive anger can be intimidating or frightening to others and can lead to conflicts and damage in relationships. Two, passive anger can be characterized as follows. Indirect and non-confrontational. Passive anger is expressed subtly and indirectly. It avoids direct confrontation. The behaviors. Common behaviors include silent treatment, procrastination, and avoiding discussions about anger-inducing issues. The intent. The intent is often to express displeasure while avoiding direct conflict or to express anger without acknowledging it openly. An impact? Passive anger can lead to misunderstandings as others may not realize the person is angry. It can also cause internal distress for the person who holds in this anger. And three, we have passive aggressive anger, which can be characterized as indirect but hostile. Passive-aggressive anger is a mix of passive and aggressive styles. It's indirect like passive anger, but contains an element of hostility. The behaviors, these include sarcastic remarks, backhanded compliments, subtle obstructive actions, and non-cooperation. The intent, the aim is to express anger or resentment indirectly, often a way that seems non-hostile on the surface, but is actually meant to annoy or frustrate others. And the impact. Passive-aggressive behavior can be confusing and irritating for others as the anger is not expressed openly, but is still felt in a negative way. In essence, aggressive anger is openly confrontational, passive anger is quietly avoidant, and passive-aggressive anger is a blend of avoidance and subtle hostility. Each style has different implications for interpersonal dynamics and personal well-being. Remember, you can also complete the Relationship Workout program at relationshipworkout.com to self-identify if aggressive, passive, or passive-aggressive anger is contributing to drama in your relationship. If discovered that any of these weak anger plays are contributing to drama between you two, the Relationship Workout AI coach will then provide insights to suggest how to address these weak anger plays. 
In fact, the Relationship Workout Program helped me to self-identify that I tend to use the passive anger behavior of giving a silent treatment when I'm angry. And the Relationship Workout AI coach suggested how I can change this, which I'm actually working on now. So this wraps up our summarized discussion on aggressive, passive, and passive-aggressive anger. Next, we turn our attention to the next week anger play, Avoidance Anger, the topic of our next episode. Mm-hmm.